What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And we are here today with another exciting installment of Overthinking MTG, the show that's unscripted, unedited, and I will continue to stumble over myself. So I guess that's just how it goes. All right, we are on the Gatherer, uh, gatherer.wizards.com, with the official Magic Card database for Wizards of the Coast. Let's go ahead and scroll on down to everybody's favorite button, the random card button. Let's go ahead and click it, and let's see what we get. All right. So we are looking at Remorseful Cleric. This is a 2-1 for one and a white. It's from M19. It is a spirit cleric, flying, sacrifice remorseful cleric, exile all cards from target player's graveyard. And it has the flavor text, a lifetime of keeping up appearances is not enough to earn an eternity of rest. Ooh, mm. man, what is with these creepy cards? Um, yeah, I feel like we're doing a pretty good job of finding some, some really chilling ones. Although uh, the truth is wizards just made a bunch of really chilling ones. So it's a 2-1 flying spirit cleric. So a 2-1 flyer for two, that's not a bad value because the evasion, the power, generally speaking, I've noticed that when you have power and toughness that are not in perfect synergy with one another, they're not exactly the same. So an imbalance like this, uh, the power is always better. And it's always, well, not, I guess, power tends to be better because you can win the game with power. You can't win the game with toughness. So you know, you can grind out an opponent with toughness, but in general, power is especially great on cards like this that are evasive. You know, this is clearly an attacker, um, and it has the ability where you can sacrifice it and completely destroy target player's graveyard. That's really mean and a very... I really like this in white. Being able to exile a graveyard makes a lot of sense for white because it's so completely opposed to black and all the reanimation shenanigans that you can see there. So white having graveyard hate, I think it just fits. It just makes good sense. So all in all, I mean, this is a pretty clean card. I like it. And uh, the artwork, it's showing... It's, it's a ghost hovering over a graveyard. It's very trans. It's a translucent, and actually the graveyard. It's at like dusk. It looks like the sun is. Um, it looks like the sun is either setting or rising right behind it. I can't quite tell. I, I'm going to go ahead and assume setting just because um, going into nighttime is a little, little creepier. Although I do like the idea of a ghost being presented. Um, as the sun is rising. That's something you don't see very often. So that's interesting. And um, yeah, and this particular ghost is wearing a very large, uh, it has a very large hat as well as what appear to be flowing robes. Um, Oftentimes ghosts are depicted with, you know, the big flowing robes or big kind of billowing kind of ectoplasm or spiritual energy that they're made of. But in this case, it's pretty clear to tell that this particular spirit, this particular cleric, um, was pretty well to do in life. It looks like this particular set of billowing clothes and this this very large hat look like ornate clothing. So it looks like he was, um, yeah, he was very well off and maybe he wasn't, maybe he wasn't as well off as he wanted to believe because that flavor text, a lifetime of keeping up appearances is not enough to earn an eternity of rest. That 
there, there's a lot of really cool stuff happening in that flavor text. So it's a lifetime of keeping up appearances. It's not a lifetime of hoarding wealth. It's not a lifetime of gaining um, power and influence. It's a lifetime of just trying to look like you have power and influence. It's a lifetime of trying to seem like a person who is important. And there was this there was this kind of endless quest to be perceived as important and valuable and wealthy. And in the end, it's speaking kind of that idea of you can't take it with you. You know, the idea that when we're all, whenever, when we die, we don't know, you know, just kind of by nature, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what happens once we move on. But we seem to all kind of agree that we don't have our stuff at that point, um, regardless of what happened. Anything that we build up while we're on this earth, it only stays on this earth. And so the possession of physical materials just isn't meaningful. And so here we have a remorseful cleric who has spent his whole life trying to excel or appear to excel at material gains and at the game, at the very earthly construct that is uh, being liked and popularity. And here he is now trapped as a spirit on whatever plane he's on, whatever world he calls home. He is now trapped as a spirit, unable to move on to whatever afterlife should theoretically await him. Um, Which, based on the flavor text, it sounds like an eternity of rest. And so, whether that means... That that sounds to me... When I think of an eternity of rest, I think of uh, kind of a void, an oblivion, which... um, you know, you can choose to think of as either really depressing or, you know, as a comfortable natural conclusion. So anyway, we don't need to go into the metaphysic, metaphysical stuff uh, any more than we already do here. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes that's top of mind. And cards like this can really get the juices flowing in those directions. That's one thing that I love, too, is if you want to just look at this from a from a gameplay perspective, okay, you got a ghost. It's in a graveyard. It's a 2-1 flyer cool. But if you really want to take that extra step and really put the magnifying glass to this, there is depth to it. There is a lot of life that is breathed into this. You know, when you first glance at it, you see, okay, ghost, graveyard, cool. But then when you look at the artwork, it's like, oh, wait a minute. You know, when you zoom in, you can really see that we're looking at a ghost wearing regal clothing, you know, who doesn't really look super jazzed to be where he is. Um, yeah, and just the levels of um, depth in the picture. You know, you have the, kind of this misty graveyard, but there's this slight subversion of the expectation because you can see the sun in the background. And when you think of a graveyard, you definitely think of it at night. Especially, I mean, you even have a, you have a foggy graveyard with a ghost in it, and it's well lit. You know, <laughs> like that's just really cool. And on top of that, you get the added bonus of the light 
actually passing through the ghost's body almost in the same way that it plays off of water. You know, so if you see, you know, light streak through or reflect off the surface of water, how it shimmers, and especially at sunset, how you get those um, those reflections of very those bright, dazzling colors. That's happening with this ghost. You can see he's his color is primarily blue, kind of that um, wispy blue that we've come to you know know and love and associate with ghosts. But it also um, it has these streaks of orange in it, which are clearly the sun bending through its body. I, I gotta say, the artwork is just beautiful. And then the flavor text really just caps it off and really sets the stage to really appreciate what's going on here, uh, which is a lifetime of keeping up appearances is not enough to earn an eternity of rest. And then the just remorseful cleric, I gotta say, the flavor on this card is just top-notch. Just A-plus nailed it. I absolutely love it. And then on top of that, 2-1 flyer for 2, sacrifice it, and you can blow up a graveyard. I mean, that you've got a decent white weenie in the air for its mana cost, and you've got the utility of being able to hose your opponent's graveyard if they're getting value out of it. And, I mean, it's kind of a shame that this guy cycled out of standard fairly recently, because if he was around right now in Theros, that could really do some damage. Like, actually, I would love to see this guy get reprinted in the you know M21 um, coming up here. As I record this, we're still very much in the uh, M20 era. Theros Beyond Death just recently came out, and we're all looking forward to Ikoria. So if you're listening to this down the road and, uh, you know, Remorseful Cleric has been reprinted five times, you're like, dude, what are you talking about? But for now, uh, it's not currently in standard, but I think it would fit. I think it would fit really nicely. It, you know, as a sideboard card in some white weenie decks. Yeah, so you have a decent playable... I mean, it's it's a rare. I can't... I, I would be shocked if it's more than, I don't know, 25 cents or something like that. Just because, like, it's good, but it's not great. You know, it's playable in certain circumstances, but it's not going to set the world on fire. But all in all, yeah, rock-solid card. Like, if I'm drafting... You know, this this could be a pack one, pick one kind of a situation. You know, it's a, it's a decent card with some decent utility. I mean, assuming that there's some graveyard shenanigans in M19. I don't know that set super well, to be fair. So it may not be super great in that meta, but I, I'd imagine it has a place, and it's solid. Yeah, so all in all, I gotta say, this is just really delightful. Let's go ahead and scroll down and see if there are any rulings on this guy. Oh, and the artwork that I'm uh, just loving so much is by Gregor's... Rutkowski. And uh, there's there are a couple of Z's in there. I really apologize if I mispronounced that. Gregor's Rutkowski. Um, that's one of those where I got to admit, I'm going to be checking out and seeing what other stuff uh, is out there from this guy because just that, that art is fantastic. The use of lights, it even has a little bit of a lens flare on it, I got to say. Um, yeah, that's delightful. So this has been a lot of fun. I got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this one. Remorseful Cleric. I might have to go out and pick up a few copies of this. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is the part in the program where I mentioned that I do stream over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hamhawks42. I'm there every morning, 5.30 to 6.30 Eastern Time, if you're in the United States like myself. And uh, a reasonable hour of the day, if you aren't, in all likelihood. And uh, yeah, I'll see you over there. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. And if I don't see you over there, well, I'll see you back here tomorrow. So... Have a good morning, good night, good afternoon, whatever time it is for you. Check it later.